0: Stuff as always, I'm your host Ramiz, and I'm joined by my still housemate Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? Uh, and we're back in video again, this time in 16 by 9 instead of 4 by 3. I've hopefully fixed that. <laughs> watch, th- watch this still in 4 by 3 somehow. Yeah,
1: well, welcome to the future if it was <laughs> anyway. Yes, yeah.
0: welcome to the early 2010s. <laughs> this is still 720p, that's that's the maximum of this camera. I mean,
1: <laughs> well, they'll deal with it, they'll deal with yeah, it. Yeah, they'll <laughs> live,
0: they'll live. Um, so yeah, we are back for another kind of weekly episode. We're going to be actually doing all of our segments for the first time in quite a while, let's I go, think. Let's go, let's <laughs> go. It's been a little bit. All right, let's just jump straight into it with our news roundup. So first big piece of news is the Minnesota Timberwolves fired their coach, Ryan Saunders, and brought in Raptors assistant, Chris
1: Finch. Dylan, Why? Not yeah, not <laughs> without controversy this this maneuver. Um now obviously people weren't happy with just how quickly all this happened, I think, and the sort of the lack of, Came oppor- out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, the l- lack of opportunity for other coaches and I think explicitly coaches of colour to yeah. you know apply for the position, I guess. And a lot of people were upset that their in house assistant coach, who apparently is, you know, on the on the way to being a head coach in the future didn't get a didn't get a look either Who's that guy? I actually don't know his name but I've heard I heard people talking about him. He right. was on the Wolves bench already and he didn't get a a look at obviously.
0: Yeah, look I'm I'm not going to look into their HR practices but I just think it's a weird decision in mm. general like if you're trying to tank which is what they should be doing they should be trying to tank because what else are they going to do this season? Why fire your coach that's bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, are you
1: trying to fire your coach to bring in a worse coach? They're trying to somehow get worse. They're the worst team in the league, and mm. I mean, it's it, not even close. Really, yeah, it is interesting yeah. <laughs> to, to say the least. If not, just the wrong decision. I mean, look, uh, you could convince me that they brought him in as a
0: guy specifically tailored to Cat because Chris Finch was an assistant with. Uh, The Nuggets and he helped design the Jokic offence, and he was also assistant with um, the Pelicans with Anthony Davis and Marcus Cousins. So he's worked with Star Big Men before. He's designed offences, difficult offences, like unique offences around Star Big Men before. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense in that regard.
1: I just don't know why they did it now. Or maybe they just wanted to get the jump on it, I guess. If If that is the reasoning that they went ahead with this decision, then I guess that makes sense. I mean, Ryan Saunders... I don't know if he'll get another head coaching job in the league. It seems like he was sort of mm. grandfathered into the position after his father passed away. Yeah. Um, but not to say he did a bad job necessarily. It's just sort of, I don't know. Unfortunate. Just as teams run into LeBron in the playoffs, he ran into the Tim Wolves in the front office. <laughs> 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 More or less, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, well, it would be interesting to see what happens with Ryan. Hopefully he gets an assistant or hopefully he becomes a head coach again. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I'm not looking out for him because I don't know
0: kind of what his coaching Mm. capabilities are because, obviously. Um, So, yeah, I don't know for sure. But, yeah, very interesting decision, but it's very Tim Wolves-esque. Yeah, to sort of rush
1: into this decision, it felt
0: like. Do you think the Tim Wolves are just taking over, like, all of the bad decisions? Because the Knicks have been good this year. Usually it's, like, split, but now it's just the Tim (laughs) Wolves.
1: And the the Kings have been reasonable. They've been competent. Yeah, so... I don't know, maybe someone's got to fill the void. Like, even the Pistons decisions, they've been bad, but they haven't been as bad
0: as we expected them to be. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, yeah. There's always (laughs) got to be that one team, and I think they've filled it, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, okay, so speaking of uh, big men, as we were talking before, uh, there's been a few guys waived and put onto the waiver wire, signed to 10-day contracts, things like that. But the main one here is Demarcus Cousins. So, obviously, uh, he was waived by the Houston Rockets. We knew this was coming. He... Uh, there was reports that he wasn't happy, happy playing behind Christian Wood, but there was also reports that he was, so I don't know for sure. But yeah. I think it was just like a mutual, we don't need you, yeah. go to a contender. He, you had a chance to rehabilitate, you've rehabilitated
1: your image to a degree, go play for someone better. Yeah, I think that was what's happened pretty much. Um, yeah, from what I saw, it was that he didn't want to be backing up like younger Centers, yeah, but I mean, I I feel like it was more of a mutual decision. Where it's just sort of, this isn't the right role. They're obviously not contending for the playoffs anymore. Yeah, um, it's just sort of move on to a team that maybe hopefully Demarcus can get a ring. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, where is the question?
1: I mean, I feel like any team would be happy to have him on the bench, right? I feel I feel like he's left behind that troublesome sort of label that he had in Sacramento for the most part. He doesn't seem like a headache anymore. He seems like a decent veteran locker room yeah. guy. I don't know, but like if, if you're
0: looking at contenders, then really there's two teams. Is there room on the Lakers? And I don't see him going back to play with James Holland again on the Nets, even though that makes the most sense. I mean,
1: the Clippers could use another big well, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Um would the Jazz have a swing at him? There's no need. There's no need. That that seems like that seems excessive. Yeah. Excessive and they've already got the role going on obviously so. Yeah. I don't know I don't know where he ends up or what sort of situation it is. He's been connected to the heat for years and years and years at this point so a bit I don't know if he goes there. Yeah. I don't know what sort of role he'll have if he does but um yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Hopefully he does get another look. Look, I mean the heat needs someone to take Miles Leonard's minutes. That is not incorrect. <laughs> That's so. not
0: incorrect. Okay. <laughs> was Myers-Lenis,
1: Was he getting minutes? Uh, I don't know this season, but it's good to have a big body to throw yeah. out there. At least another six fouls. I mean, yeah. and yeah, Myers is done for the season. So, yeah, yeah. I, don't right. know, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: now, next piece of news: Malik Beasley suspended uh, for twelve games following his conviction. Yeah, yeah. So his conviction for uh, pointing an assault rifle at a family outside of his home. Again, we've talked. To- we've talked about this before. It is interesting to see that the league is actually handing down a punishment. I guess it makes sense that they would, but that did surprise me a little bit.
1: Yeah, it sort of came out of nowhere. I feel like, like it was, and it's been weeks since the actual conviction happened. Yeah, um, um,
0: has it? It's, I feel like it's been a while, hasn't it? I feel like we talked about it like last week.
1: Oh, I <laughs> thought it was. I thought it was a while ago. Did but it. anyway, it's still, I mean, I don't think it's wrong for the league to hand down this sort of. No. Yeah. Um.
0: So twelve games suspended, probably you know, puts a spanner in his uh, most improved player Mm. case. Because he actually did weirdly have a case.
1: I mean, no one was talking about him, but he kind of deserved it. He's been very much improved, that's for sure. Mm. Um, He's averaging 20, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously on the Wolves again, so this sort of fits their motif for the season of just being bad. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't don't know. I'm not against the suspension, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, the reason it surprised me is because, you know, he already got handed down a punishment legally. Mm. Does he need... Uh, workplace management.
1: I guess. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> a workplace timeout. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Now let's get to some trades here. So, do you want to actually start taking us through some of these?
1: Some of these trades. Yeah. Well, or so some.
0: Sorry, not trades, but
1: rumors. Rumors. So yeah. So we've heard Paul Zingas is being shopped around a little bit. There was talks that the Mavs are quietly gauging what sort of packages they get back for Paul Zingas, but I don't know if I buy them necessarily. Like, I don't know if the Mavs could A, get something back for Paul that's worth moving him on anyway, or B, really want to move on with him, because I feel like he could be your perfect third star. I feel like they're one star away, and I feel like Paul can be that third star. Yeah, but who's two, is my question. It's Uh, like, do you get two without giving up three, and then you turn four into three? That is interesting. Um, I don't know if they have... Of four, that's worthy of being a three. Yet, I but
0: d- I think Tim Hardaway can be your third guy.
1: I think. I don't think so. Not on a championship team.
0: Mm. You could convince me. It depends how good the top two guys are.
1: Yeah. Plus, he already plays Luca's position essentially. Like I know we see them play to get the heaps, but I don't know. I feel like it's sort of redundant having him out there. Neither of really? them. Neither of them are really a small forward. Like Luca's a guard.
0: Okay, but like my thing is. Luca's obviously the main playmaker for the team. Tim Hardaway is a guy that can go get his own shot, and he's the only guy outside of Luca and maybe,
1: like, Bronson, who can kind of do that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Hardaway's not the guy, but... With Porzingis, is interesting. I could see a case where if you get the right deal back, then sure, you could move on from Porzingis. I don't know if that deal's out there, though.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, we've talked about this so much. Like, who's actually available? Right now, it feels like no one is. Yeah, like, it's a bit dry. Especially because the Wizards have now rattled off a bit of a winning streak. Even my Bradley Beal kind of idea is, you know, falling away. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right Right now, I think we're sort of left with Oladipo, who's interesting. That's an, yeah. in tr- that's an interesting pairing. Yeah. Um, Lowry has been talked about, I'm not sure with the Mavs specifically, but he's been talked about as someone who could get moved on, um, specifically to the Sixers. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's a whole lot of big names out there that sort of shift what their ceiling is this season. No. And
0: yeah, I, I really don't think there is. And I don't think this season is the season to look at really at this point either. Mm. All right. Uh, do you want to get to the next kind of rumours?
1: Do we have more rumors? Is there? I think that's it. Oh, I thought there was. Well, th- there's Lowry. Oh, there's Lowry. There's Lowry. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah Lowry has been connected to the Sixers pretty recently. A report yeah. came out f- out of a Philadelphia. Uh, that's newspaper. one of his preferred
0: teams. Yeah,
1: that he wouldn't be opposed to playing in Philadelphia, which is his hometown. Um, I think he was also linked to <laughs> Miami and Atlanta. No, mm, oh, it wasn't Atlanta. It was Miami and. Don't know. The, uh, the Clippers have been talked about, but uh, I, I don't think they have any sort of pathway to getting him. They don't have any picks. They don't have the salary to match, yeah. really.
0: And is the Clippers angle only because of Kawhi and Serge? I mean, that's a good angle to have. It is so a good angle to that's have. That's, that's a, like, I feel like that's a okay. basis alone. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's sort of the only... Well, they need a point guard. Oh, he'd be great on the Clippers. He'd like. be great, yeah. I feel like that'd be one of top destinations. I hope he goes to Miami. I just don't want to give up Tile Hero. That's fair. Yeah. I'd give up... Or Duncan. <laughs> okay, cool. So Gore <laughs> uh, cool. Dragic. So yep, okay, yep. you yep. Don't get Carl Larry. Then you can go. You can have. <laughs> you're Kendrick not Nun. willing
0: up to give. You're not willing to give Gore
1: Dragic for Carl Larry. No. Okay. You can have Kendrick Nun. You can have Nun's been good. Nun's been good this month. You were say you hated Nun like last month. He's turned it on. I don't <laughs> hate him anymore. I'd trade him though. Because <laughs> he does this all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Nun and a couple firsts is something for. That's something for Larry. Might not be the best deal out there, but it's something. Sure. And they have first to give up, unlike, unlike in most teams. Sure, I guess. Ugh,
0: I don't like the sound of that. And I don't think the Raptors would take that. Probably not, no. Unless Larry's like years way out, which I don't see him doing. No.
1: Nah. Yeah, unless that, that becomes his number one destination, I don't see. No. Yeah. I like the Mavs, though, for Larry, to be honest. Yeah? Because I feel like Larry can play off the ball enough. You might... Move Doncic off the ball a bit more. Get him in more of a scoring role. Is this is Hardaway being traded? He'd have to be, right? Uh, it'd have to be. It'd be Hardaway, um, probably... Richardson? I don't think, yeah. Both of them. It'd be Hardaway, Powell, mm. and then... Like a first. M- and then, oh, first. James Johnson for James money. James Johnson, okay. Yeah. And then, if, and then Picks, whatever okay. Picks would be. I feel like that's a basis for something. That's all right. You could give up... That's Rich- better than Kendrick Donovan, like a first. True. You could swap... Uh, Hardaway for Richardson if they really wanted him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of off Richardson at the moment.
0: No, I, I think the actors would much rather Hardaway. Mm.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, so is another name that's being floated around the moment. Yeah. I'm interested to see if Oladipo, his name starts to heat up a little bit as we get closer to the deadline. Because I feel like him being mm. in Houston doesn't seem like a long-term deal. When is the deadline? Uh, it's like two weeks, end isn't end it? End of March? No, it's, a oh, little, okay. it's like a month away. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's time. Get spicy,
0: yeah. Okay, uh, we'll get to all stars in a bit. So, other smaller bits of news, uh, Russ Westbrook opening two schools in LA. I haven't heard that much about this,
1: yeah. I think it's a primary school and a high school, um, or whatever the equivalents are in America. elementary school and high school, okay. yeah, yeah, or middle school. High. It's like three, it's yeah, something. who cares? <laughs> anyway, <They're> schools, he's <laughs> opening new schools, which is just a good thing. Good yeah. on Russ. I mean, good on him, similar akin to what LeBron, LeBron did. did, yeah. I mean, it's just good stuff,
0: yeah. Um, and the last piece of news here, Oh, before we get to All-Stars, is the Nuggets being dumb to lose the game. Did
1: you really have to put this in here? I, w- I thought it was just hilarious no. <laughs> that I wanted to get your opinion on, because I haven't asked you about this yet. Wh- who's at fault? That's the question. Porter. Easily Porter. Easily Porter, why? He should have cut. Why didn't Murray drive? Or why didn't Fecundo cut? There were four
0: guys there, or three guys. Porter was in the corner. He's the tallest. He's definitely the one I would trust most to cut. He should be a slasher. I don't see Composer as a slasher necessarily. But the corner
1: three is the easiest three to hit. I know. He probably ran to the right spot. He was probably the only person that ran to the right spot. He ran to the right spot for a game-winning scenario,
0: but he should have been going for a game-tying scenario. That is where I think it was Porter's fault. True.
1: I feel like if they all cut, this wouldn't be a problem too. <laughs> yes, that yeah, also If would be all wrong. three of them went to the basket, there'd be a bucket. Well, yeah, I mean, you needed...
0: So, Murray, I don't necessarily blame him because, yes, I did want him to drive, but also, I think he was... You could see from the past, I think he was expecting one of those other guys to yeah. drive. So, I don't blame him. And I think Monte t- Morris was there. I, I, I thought th- it
1: was three of them. Wasn't it a three-on-one?
0: It was four-on-one. Oh, four-on-one. Well, I don't know what Morris was doing. I Morris was top of the three, he shouldn't mm. have been cutting. Morris was, I, I think Morris was fine. Yeah. When, M- MPJ should have cut, Fukundo Composo should have slid to the corner, and Morris should have slid uh, to where Composo was standing. So, I don't care. I I, I think Morris was fine. I think Composo was fine. I think it was Porter. I think he okay. should have cut. He should he would have gone easy pass, easy dunk, and they go to overtime. Do they win in overtime? Who knows? But, it would have gone to overtime. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I feel like Murray should have continued the drive first. But I mean the angle that we see we we it cuts out the fact that he has someone trailing him. How do he continue to drive, True. he he is. Isn't
1: that, isn't that Morris trailing him though? No, there was a no sorry, there was a defender trailing. Oh, him. right, okay. So yeah. there
0: is a chance that he gets blocked fair. from behind. Okay. I think it would it makes most sense. There is no way Porter misses that shot if he drives. I mean yeah. realistically. Yeah. There's no way he misses that shot. Yeah. Whereas Murray, I think there is more
1: of a chance he either misses or gets blocked. Okay. That's fair. I still feel like Facundo should have cut. And then... Because Porter's the better three-point shooter, and he's in the corner. Mm. And then Morris fills Campazzo. Yes, but in that situation, I don't see why you go for a three. True. But, I don't know. Spacing.
0: Sure. Anyway, it was a bit of a...
1: Bit of a it's a, it's, it's a, bit a fart. Bit of a brain fart, B- yeah.
0: Bit of a brain fart. Look, um, I... There's two rookies on the court. There, no um, MPJ is not a rookie. He's close enough though. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically great. a rookie. Composite was technically a rookie in the NBA at least, <laughs> even though he's a ten-year veteran at least. <laughs> that's fine. Um, look, I mean, I'm I'm not a composite fan. I'll say that. Um, yeah, I'm not a Compos- I'm not a fan of composite fans either. Um, oh, shots fired. At. <laughs> actually, no. Oh, they're gonna come after me on Twitter. They're like K-pop <laughs> stands, They're worse. <laughs> <even>. <laughs> That does sound like a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hate that you put that in there. <laughs> I just wanted to get your opinion on it. <laughs> All right. But the last and biggest piece of news is obviously our All-Star Reserves were in out. So the other day we did a draft. Um, it's already kind of out the window because of the mm. changes that have been made. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. But we didn't actually discuss uh, the All-Star picks themselves. So we'll go through that now. Um, so out uh, west, the All-Star Reserves... Were Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert in the front court? Uh, Damian Donovan Mitchell in the back court, and I think our wild cards would have been Chris Paul and Zion Williamson. Yeah. Um, in the East, it's uh Jalen Brown, James Harden, uh in the backcourt. Okay, I'm not gonna say it like this. I don't know why it's put it in this order.
1: Yeah, um, it doesn't anyway.
0: matter Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, who is now starting, um, and then uh, Nikola Vucevic.
1: Yeah, and Tatum's starting because KD is going to miss the All-Star game. Yes, yeah. and
0: Sabonis is his injury replacement, yeah. and uh, the injury replacement for Anthony Davis is Devin Booker. So, any any big surprises, any big snubs? Um, Not our West. I feel like the West is almost perfect. The West is pretty much right. Uh, I, I do disagree that Chris Paul, I, I still don't think I would have had Chris Paul there. I definitely would have had Booker there, and I would have had DeRozan yeah. as injury replacement.
1: Yeah, I feel like DeRozan's probably the biggest snub. Mm. Um, but I, I'm not. I feel like that's the right squad. Anyway, it's out east, Chris Middleton still confuses yeah, me. Yeah, it's I, very weird. That's very strange. I feel like you know the Bucks haven't been as good as they have been in previous years, but he's been better. Yeah, and he's doing really good things for them. Like he's averaging like 20 points, six rebounds, six yeah. assists, 50-40-90 shooting. I mean, I don't. I'd probably take Vuchov still. The I Magic would. are bad. I would definitely take Vuchov. Yeah, I mean. I don't know why... I mean, like, Vooch is a problem, for sure. Like, he's the only reason the Magic are even staying somewhat afloat. Yeah. But, I don't know, the Magic are bad. He's good, sure, but the Bucks are better, and I'd probably rather have Middleton on my team than Vooch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd take Vooch off for Middleton, but I'm still not super mad at the East. I feel like it's all right. Yeah, I mean, the other two,
0: I think, big snubs were Trey Young and Mm. Diminus Sabonis, but I guess the idea is, like, Trey Young... Was kinda snub for Zach Levy. Sabonis was kinda snub for Julius Randle. Like you have a one for one kind of there. It's like yeah. it could have gone either way and the other one wouldn't make it. Obviously Sabonis did end up making it. Rightfully yeah. so, I think. Yeah. Um as injury replacement. Um Trey Young missing is interesting, but he's That not. is what's he
1: averaging like twenty nine and nine or something like that? I think it's like, like twenty six. Yeah. Even still like it is interesting that neither of us are really trying to push him up there, but I don't know. I just feel like... He just doesn't... I mean, he
0: doesn't have the def- he doesn't have the defensive impact. His numbers are worse than last year. The mm-hmm. Hawks aren't as good as we were
1: expecting them to be. And Zach Levine has just been that good. Yeah, I mean, even though the Hawks have been one of the... Yeah, you know, they're part of that middling group of the East, but they've been up to like seventh in the standings, I feel yeah. like, most of the season. They might have dropped recently, but... Yeah, it is interesting, but still, I wouldn't have him there over Middleton or... I'd probably have a food show over him still. I'd have a food show over him, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's tough. Mm,
0: yeah. Um. The the weird thing is with Middleton, that I was going to say, is I've been reading a lot of articles recently about how numbers are just really inflated this year. So 20 points is kind of like 16 points yeah. in years past. So there's a lot of 20 points. There's a lot. I think there's like 30-something 20-point scorers where we used to only see like 8, 9, 10 mm. kind of 20-point scorers, but so many, so many guys are putting up 20. Like, we have like really Beasley averaging like 22 um, yeah. So, yeah, numbers are a bit inflated. I still do think Chris Mildon should have made it. Mm. But, yeah, no, I understand that numbers are inflated. There was this great article, I can't remember who it was by, but it was saying, like, he literally went through every single, like, guy in the league that had any kind of a case for All-Star, and there ended up being, like, 90-something guys who technically have a statistical case for All-Star. So, their numbers, in years past, had they put up those numbers, they would have been All-Stars. Wow, that's crazy. So, it's like a guy who averaged 15 points, 10 boards, 3 assists, in years past would have been an All-Star, and... this guy, whoever's doing that, isn't an All-Star this year. So, like, there was 90-something guys that had cases.
1: Yeah, that is crazy. Was that Zach Lowe? It might have been. Yeah, I feel like I heard him talking about that. But, yeah, it's nuts, like, the scoring that's happening right now, just, like, the all-around talent, which is, you know, obviously good for the league. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I feel like that just leads to more snubs. How do you feel about expanding All-Star rosters then? You have to.
0: I think you have to at this point.
1: What would you raise it to? Because I've heard 15, but 15 feels too many for me. I'd probably go 14 if I had to pick.
0: 14 makes no sense to me, though. Okay, so, like, 13 is... 13 used to be the number of active players on a roster yeah. and, night by night, but now it's 15, and I think 15 is the right number then. So, on any given night, you can have 15 guys sued up for an NBA game. It, last year, it was 13. They changed that rule this year. Um, I don't know why the rule was ever 13, or, like, why you had to have two guys not sued up. but Yeah. um. Yeah, no, I mean, 14 doesn't make any sense to me because it has no significance in terms of an actual roster size.
1: 13 is an old rotation, 15 is just a roster size. So I think 15. But 15 seems like a lot of All-Stars that we get to the point where we're just putting people in for the sake of you it. You think we're just going to be putting people in? Well, at West, who would your other All-Stars be? We need to add three mo- two more All-Stars. No, three more All-Stars. Isn't that 12? Or am I miscounting? It's 12. Yeah, so we're adding three more All-Stars, not including injury reserves. Who would your th- other three be? It'd be Mike, DeRozan. Mike Conley, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I mean, I've got two names in my head. Yeah, go for it. It'd be either Fox or oh, Ingram.
0: Yeah. Or Shea, even.
1: Or Shea, actually, yeah. I mean, I guess there's names there, but like... Are they really All-Stars? Ingram's an All-Star. Ingram... Ingr- that that was a surprise to me.
0: Okay, I'm not surprised that Zion got in over Ingram, but I feel mm. like Ingram should have got in over Zion. But yeah, there's three guys in the West, and we've already talked about the East. You know, you have guys like Gordon Hayward, you have Trey Young, you have Chris Middleton, you have you had Sabonis, but now you've also got like Bam. Yeah,
1: but is this just like, is this going to happen every year where we have this many people, or is this just sort of?
0: I don't know. This is so weird. It's, it's so weird. We were weird talking about novel. this
1: earlier. Yeah, it's just sort of take take this with a grain of salt you. but
0: the talent I don't know the talent in the league is increasing year by year yeah. 24 points is the new 20 points sort of thing
1: yeah I don't know I feel like 15 is still a lot plus you've got to find time for these guys to play how are you going to play f- 15 all-stars in an all-star game like yeah. we barely have room for 12 like That's guys, guys still don't play when there's, when there's 12
0: I think you just need to not play your starters 30 minutes
1: I don't think they do do they? I feel like they do. I don't feel like it's that egregious. Mm. I feel like it's much more even than that.
0: No, no. There's definitely guys who only play like seven or eight minutes. I mean, I can uh, pull up. Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, There's already guys barely playing.
1: We're going to add three more guys to a roster.
0: Yes, but I think you just need better coaching in the (laughs) All-Star game. The coaches need to get serious (laughs) about their rotations in the All-Star game. Look, you have two weeks to play in your rotations, or like a week to play in your. Actually, no, it's like two days. Actually, isn't it? <laughs> well, we've already got the coaches. It's gonna be Doc and. Uh, no, Quince but Knighton. we don't have the rosters. We don't have the teams. Well, the we drafted. The drafted teams. Oh, true.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So you've got like
0: two days to play in your rosters. That's true. <laughs> um, no, they're just gonna get. They're just gonna get serious about their, you know, their rotations. So, uh, let's see. Last last year's All Star game. Who played? Who played? Um. Ben Simmons played 29 minutes. He actually had the second most minutes in the entire game mm. uh, behind Giannis with 30. Yeah. And he wasn't a starter, was he? No, he wasn't, which is very weird. Yeah. Okay, never mind. You're right. Like the So the starters on Team LeBron last year played 20 minutes, 19 minutes, or 17 minutes. um, And then on Team Giannis, they played 30-29. 17 for Pascal Siakam. So, why did I say it like an American? Pascal. <laughs> Pascal. Um, no, 17 <laughs> minutes for Pascal and then only 15 minutes for Trae Young. But like you had Braden Ingram playing eight minutes. Yeah. Thing. Yeah,
1: there's just guys not getting enough burn already as mm. it is. I don't know, I feel like there's sh- it's, it's hard. Maybe they just make the game longer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they won't do that. But Round Robin. Round Robin, three teams. Three teams. Just get rid of conferences. Yeah. All together. No, th-
0: three all-star teams, ten guys per team.
1: I don't hate that at all. Yeah. That's kinda fun. Because
0: that's the fi- that's the fifteen anyway, so that's still thirty guys as it mm. would be. But I don't know, you play it round robin sort of thing. Like
1: Like a quarter? Round like you play a quarter? Or like half I don't a game?
0: I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, or <laughs> you just play, you get scored and you get out. Yeah. You get scored and you sub ki- out. Yeah, all star game is now just King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's five. O- it's still five on five. Kick in the hill. So you get scored, you get scored on, and you just get replaced. Not your whole five, right? You just get replaced. So eventually, <laughs> you just cycle through every guy. So guys,
1: we're just ruining the All Star game. That's how it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> <Cool. laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. All right. What? A, um, oh, what else do we have? Is that all the All Star? Well, in terms
0: of All Star, I mean, uh, LeBron did say Devin Booker is the most disrespected player in the league before he got selected as an injury replacement. But mm. sure. Uh, I mean, bit of, perhaps a bit of tampering there.
1: I feel, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Booker was a lock yeah. as soon as the picks came out. So, Yeah. As yeah. The, as the injury replacement. So Yeah. yeah,
0: And then obviously Kevin Durant sitting out. So, Bonus uh, is taking his place. And Jason Tatum was the next leading vote getter. So, he would have started. Yeah. Um, he he and will be starting. So, he will be starting. Which is interesting. He, he feels like an on-man out a little bit in that starting group to me. What do you mean? I don't know. It just feels like all the other starters seem like vets. No. Oh. Huh? A good number of them. Who's it's no? Oh, they're
1: all vets, aren't they? Be- yeah, except Kyrie. For oh, like in the league, right? Um Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. He just oh, uh, Jason Tatum
0: just feels like a little bit of an odd man
1: out. Well, isn't it, like, isn't this year five for Tatum anyway? He's he's not a rook anymore.
0: Yeah, but as an all star, it's like mm, interesting that he's a starter. Here. He, yeah. he he
1: feels like he's a class below the rest of them. I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Good oh. for Jason Tatum. Yeah. Uh, also, Obi Toppen is pretty. I'm pretty sure is confirmed to be in the dunk contest. I believe that's all that. Yeah. So it's not gonna be just guys in the All Star game. Which is interesting. Are yeah. they taking guys to the All Star game? It sounds like it. Mm, mm. Very more creating more headaches for themselves for no yes. reason. Yeah. Very good optics. Maybe they just couldn't get enough guys in the All Star game wanting to do a dunk contest. I mean, they will have played a half of basketball already. Yeah and then they'll have to go out and shoot and dunk and do skills challenge and then go and play a second half. So maybe that's... Too much. Yeah. Maybe that's it. This is literally supposed to be a weekend off of them. Yeah, maybe that's what put them off. So. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and anything else you want to add to our news before we move on? No, I think that's it. All right, let's get to one big question. So... We've got three teams this week, uh, and we're kind of sticking to the middle of the East now, because we've had a bit of a bit of a shuffle around in the middle of the East a lot recently. Like, uh, wh- wh- what were we saying? The 5th and 10th seeds are separated by like half a game. Yeah, it's crazy. Right now. So it's very, very tight there. And we've seen a lot of teams who had poor starts or good starts kind of regress or progress to the mean. So let's start with the Celtics here. So what's your big question?
1: My big question is, you know, what do they need to address first on their roster? Because right now there's a lot of problems, and I feel like there's literally like all your three main areas: your guards, your wings, and your bigs. Or I feel like all of them need to be addressed on this roster. Yeah, I mean, playmaking right now is not great. They're pretty poor playmaking in the league. Like they've got the third worst like assist to turnover ratio, w- third worst assist percentage. Mm. Um, all these bad. You know, ratings. They're only 18th in offensive rating. Um, and, like, just watching it, their offense is shit. It's high pick and rolls into deep step-in threes. Yeah. With Tatum and Brown and Kemba. And Kemba, who has been shaky. Shaky is, I guess, the right word for it since he's been back. Um, or you could go, what are their wings like? And you have, obviously, two Premier Wings, two All-Stars in Tatum and Brown. And then it falls off a giant gaping cliff Yep, with... Aaron Smith who's a rookie, uh, Semi Ogile, yeah. who's bad at basketball. Um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> like there's no backup wings to help the two guys, and then obviously their bigs aren't offensive threats pretty much at all. It's Thompson, who's a rebounder now, and I guess a defender. Uh, Tice, who's you know, he can do a bit of stuff, but still he's a bit undersized and he's not really a big. And then do you don't see Tice as a big, oh, sorry, not really like a center, I mean, like, right. Like, he's a very undersized center that I don't know can... Because, you know, if they're trying to get out of the East, you've got Embiid coming up, and I don't like that matchup for them. Yeah. And then Robert Williams is a fine backup center, so I guess that's okay. That's their one shining... Yeah. ...like position. But, like, I don't know. There's just so much to address on this Celtics team. I don't know where to start. And I don't know if Marcus Smart fixes 100% of this. I believe Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can take on playmaking
0: duties. They just need the right system to be put for them. So, I don't think a playmaker is their first priority. Wings, I think, are their first priority. I think they have serviceable enough big men. They just need another wing. They need someone who can just shoot a little
1: bit and maybe defend a little bit. Mm. Because right now they don't have it. No. It's it's pretty much... There's only three three guys that can score on that team. Yeah. In Kemba. Brown.
0: Yeah, and Kembers, obviously, like you said, a bit, a bit shaky. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say really. Um, My big question is actually just, it's not even really about the Celtics. It's, you know, is it time to get rid of conferences? That's that's what I've been thinking about the last few days. And that's kind of my big theme of like these three teams that we're about to talk about. The Celtics would be like, sorry, um, the fourth seed in the East would not be in the playoffs in the West. That's how bad this is getting. That's nuts. Hey. Yeah.
1: That's actually crazy. I didn't realise it was this bad, like, until I saw this today. So, here's what the
0: seeding would be if we didn't have conferences. So, 1-3-16. Jazz, Clippers, Lakers. So, three Western Conference teams. Sixers, Suns, Nets. So, we're going back and forth there. Then, Bucks. Then, it's Spurs, Blazers, Warriors, and Nuggets. Then, it's Raptors, Heat, Celtics, Knicks, and Mavs.
1: I mean... That's a lot of Western teams. That's a lot there. of we- no. Okay, so
0: it's it's nine to seven west to east. But when you look at the top twelve teams, yeah. it's all the Western teams. There's eight Western teams and four Eastern teams in the top twelve. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: I mean, it's weird because the East wasn't this bad last year, was nope. it? Were nope. they like pretty good? <laughs>
0: they've been fe- they've been relatively even the last couple of years. But I don't know what's happened. I I do think this season is an anomaly. I am now kind of on the boat that this is a season that does not count. Like, this is a Mickey Mouse ring um, this season.
1: (laughs) I mean, uh, I guess so. I feel like a lot of these middling Mm. East teams had a lot of COVID issues too. Yeah. Like, the Celtics missed heaps and heaps of time without their players. Tatum actually had COVID, and he's talked about how that's impacted him coming back. Did the Raptors have some COVID issues? Um, the Knicks definitely did um, the Heat missed Jimmy for the first 15 games or something like that um, with COVID so they're not you know there's not without excuses so far but even still I feel, I feel like conferences should start to be on the way out. They should be I think I mean yeah it's just
0: this bad um, sorry quick interruption there we had a bit of an a video issue it's new <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll work. Now we lowered the frame rate. Um, what were we saying? Right, conferences.
1: Conferences. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> well, we pretty much got rid of divisions, haven't we? Yeah. Like I think the divisions have no impact on the ex- league anymore.
0: Is it just tiebreakers?
1: Is that the only thing that divisions? Tiebreaking do and like uh, scheduling a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And like not even as much as we thought. We thought going into the season that divisions were going to be huge in terms of who teams play, but it turns out that's not been the case at all. No, not at all. Like, we thought we th- these were going to be separate bubbles, like, each division was going to be a bubble, and, like, yeah. the Suns were going to get shafted by having to play all the LA teams yeah. twice. um, Well, five times or something. Yeah, but something like that. Yeah, but it, that hasn't happened. So, yeah, I feel like we should trend towards just having the best 16 teams. I mean, the conferences are pretty arbitrary, as they are, anyway. Like, yeah. It's sort of... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... We, d- we just have better basketball, right? We just have more talent in the playoffs. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, I don't know if, and like, I don't know because like a lot of people talk about all oh, the history of it, like how this changes like the history books. I don't know if this changes much. It doesn't. Does it? Like,
0: I mean, we've just changed. We've added the play in. Yeah, like, like the play. <laughs> the play in's
1: <laughs> arguably more significant. That's the biggest step. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just a bit arbitrary at this point. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's
0: my big question about the Celtics, is why are they anywhere near where they are, sort of thing. It's like, they're, what are they? They the, they're, they would be the 16th seed. Sorry, no, they'd be the uh, 14th seed in a 16 team playoffs yeah. right now. And they're what, 6th?
1: They're the 6th right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's just not right. <laughs>
1: yeah. that's That's fair. I mean... And they just yeah you know, they need to get good. It's they need to get good. It's starting to run out of time. Yeah, a little bit, little a bit. little bit, a little bit. All
0: right, All right, uh, let's move on to the heat now. Um, so my big question here is: Are they dark horse contenders with Jimmy yes. Butler? Yes, with yes, Jimmy they Butler, they've been so good. Like they're they're ten and five since Jimmy Butler came back from. Injury, and you've put here they've got the fifth best defensive rating in the league in the over the last over the month, pretty much. Over the month, over yeah. February. yeah. Jimmy Butler's having actually
1: the best year of his career. He's like, he's putting like 28 and 8. He's unreal, like, yeah. He literally just impacts the game in every single facet. He scores when he needs to, he finds guys. The ball moves so much better. The offense looks a million times better when he's in there, yeah. I mean, it's he, he, there's a big difference between the heat with and without Jimmy Butler, yeah. I mean, and he carried them to the
0: finals last year, obviously, exactly. in a weaker east but the East looks pretty weak right now, too. So, except for the Sixers, really. And um, the, oh, and the Nets. Oh, yeah, the Nets. Why don't you about the Nets? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I I think they have a shot, like, genuinely, because he really brings that team together. They lack an identity. They lack, they're lacking forces, really, without Jimmy Butler there. But when he's there, everyone else kind of fits into that culture around him.
1: Yeah, I feel like he just sort of wakes guys up a bit. Mm. Like, when he's out there, guys aren't slacking or anything like that, which I feel like the Heat can force, so, you know victim to a little bit during this season but Jimmy just sort of gets guys attention and gets them playing at a high level um and yeah the heat are obviously so much better off for it and uh, i feel like this is this is definitely a playoff team like oh for come sure come playoff team this uh, playoff time this team is going to be so much better than it is in the regular yeah. season um i don't i don't even like my only fear is that they don't get high enough in the standings where they have to play Either the sixes or the nets in the first round. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit... That seems unlikely at this point, though. That's a bit scary. But if they can get, you know, the fifth or Five, six... Yeah. yeah. I mean, or even home court, that's still well within play. I mean, I think they're only, like, a game behind the fourth seed. Half a game. Yeah. I mean, so, they're well within reason of having home court and yeah. getting, hopefully, to the to the finals again. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not counting them out, but I'm also not picking them. No,
0: no, I'm yeah. not picking them either, but, like... Jimmy Butler is showing what he does, yeah. like
1: really, really well. And I feel like there's t- there's times at the end of games where he is the best perimeter defender in the league too. He just turns it on. Yeah, we saw it a bit in the playoffs last year. He just he'll grab the you know, the ball out of thin air, like he'll just poach it uh, off random passes that he shouldn't have. He has no business getting to, but he just picks them out of the air. He does all this crazy stuff, and he just gives one hundred and ten percent and. I feel like this is definitely a dark horse team. There's definitely some holes to fix with the Heat, which I'll get to in a second, but yeah, they're they're scary. Yeah, I mean, what are those holes? There's two things in my mind that the Heat need to fix come playoff time. They need another perimeter defender in in terms of a a wing defender because we pretty much traded Crowder for Bradley, Avery Bradley, Mm. over the offseason. And Bradley's a great guard defender, but he can't guard like forwards, like Crowder could. Yeah. And I feel like that's big in the playoffs especially. Especially when there's KD and Harden and LeBron that you're going to run up against hopefully. Uh, Tatum, Brown, all those type of guys. So I feel like that's one area. That's probably my first area that I feel like they need to address. Um, Because right now it's sort of just Jimmy and Iggy which is great but that's only you can't play them two the whole game. You know, you had three in the playoffs last year with Crowder as well. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is another shot creator, a high level like like getting a a wing defender is buying medium for the Heat come trade deadline. But yeah, I feel like buying high would be going for like a Lowry or an Oladipo or something. Right, getting but another obviously
0: not give you up, Dunga Robinson or Taylor Hero or anyone valuable. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn is your only option in my mind. I just really hope we don't trade Hero. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like if they could get like a Lowry, that puts them up another tier entirely. I think like that launches them straight into the sixes and Nets tier. Yeah. With, you know, without having to get to the playoffs for that to actually see it. I feel yeah. like during the regular season, we'd be in that tier already.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I, t- I tend to agree with that, actually. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, Shot Creator is interesting because I don't see a Shot Creator out there like that kind of a Shot Creator, like a Lowry kind of Shot Creator. I don't see that out there. Yeah. I mean, Wing Defender? They're out there. I mean, we've seen Andre Roberson in a weird situation. He's yeah, a guy you could go
1: after. I feel like we could address both at the same time if the Rockets are willing to play ball. If we could get Oladipo and PJ Tucker in a trade, I don't know what it looks like for what. Yeah, it'd be
0: you giving up to the Hero.
1: I don't feel like we yeah. have to. Yeah, you would. It'd have it'd be for Oladipo. It'd be none. <laughs> Shut up. It'd be none. Myers Leonard's contract. <laughs> uh, probably Kelly Olynyk which is a bit shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. I yeah, yeah. Love this deal. And Rockets. then picks. Love it. Oh, picks. yeah. What picks? We have some, some picks, I think. I some? Think, I think we have, depending how the Thunder finished our season, we might get our pick back. Yeah, I have a feeling the Rockets are going to hang up on you. You're going to get left out right on that. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I'll come back n- next GM's DMs and have a trade figured out where it works.
0: Wonderful. And if it doesn't involve anyone better than Kendrick Nunn, don't bother. What about Dragic? That I could see the Rockets doing. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like, yeah, uh, the Heat are in a good spot, but I feel like they definitely need to make some moves to be real contenders. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get into our last team here with the Raptors. So what's your big... Question on the Raptors.
1: Um, my question is: Are they buyers or sellers? Because they've had a very, I very interesting <laughs> February. Yeah. A very yeah. good February. Very, very good. They. I'm not sure what the record was over February, but it was quite nice. And mm-hmm. they finished. They finished the month with the sixth best net rating over the month. Um, they were eighth in offense and like 13th in defense. I think. Like yeah. Um And like they just got good quality wins. Like, yeah. So yeah. I, I mean. They did Raptor things. They did Raptor things, and they sort of turned the whole season around, I feel like, this month. like Before, it was not looking fantastic. You know, like, Is that right? They had a pretty terrible start. Oh, yeah, start. no, they had a bad start, for yeah, sure. Yeah, um, sure. and I, I don't know. I feel like I could see a world where Josiah goes, ah, oh, what the heck, we'll, th- we'll go another year. We'll give it all an- for another year. We'll try and get out of the East or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I do kind of see a world where they do decide, you know, to try to go for it again. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's worth doing because this, again, it's such a weird year. I feel like my big question is, are they stuck in no man's land Because they have a 500 record and they have home court advantage of the playoffs right now. Yeah. The <coughs> last team to even be close to that is the 42 and 40 heat in 2003. Usually teams finish with, like, a 55, 60 win percentage to get home court. No, uh, 60 to get home court advantage. And they're just... They're an average team. They're going to get home court advantage, but they're not going to do anything in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because, yeah, we've talked about the East's mediocrity all, all episode. But, yeah, and I feel like giving up assets to go in this season is a bit of a waste, too. With I don't think... No matter what sort of move they make, whether it's Drummond or something like that, I don't think they're better than the Sixers or the Nets or even the Heat. Yeah. Um... So I don't I don't think they should do it, but I could see a world where they do because maybe they get, you know, one last year out of Kyle Lowry. Yeah. This is his last year of his contract. Um not saying he moves on or anything, but it's potential. Um you know, Vet Van Vliet's having a good season. Pascal's still doing Pascal type things. Yeah. Um Norman Powell had a great February, he averaged like twenty two points a game or something shout for the Roman month. Powell. Yeah, yeah, shout out Norman Powell. Um so, I don't know. I think there's a world they, they could convince themselves it's worth throwing in some picks or something to get Drummond or something like that. who They could potentially lock down for the future too, but I don't know. I feel like they should be focusing on selling personally. I feel like they should get... I think so. They should get assets for some of their fringe guys that may not be a part of their future.
0: Really? I think... Blow up the call now. I think their values are high. Blow it up now. Right? Like, Does this that include is- Siakam? potentially.
1: I don't feel like he's untouchable anymore. I'll say I that. I don't. Much. I feel like <clears throat> there's de- if there's right deal comes across there, I think
0: anyone can be moved.
1: Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Um uh, for sure. So it'll be interesting. I don't know how you say their values are the highest, but I don't know what sort of I mean some of them. I mean it's like the fact that the Raptors are winning. You
0: could convince a team like, hey, they can help this team win. Why can't they help yours?
1: Yeah. I don't know there's not a lot of cap to go around and not a lot of cuz like all those guys are on big contracts. Yeah. Uh especially Siakam, uh, OG just signed a big contract. Mm. Fred just signed a big contract. Yep. So the and obviously Lowry's on 30 million. Um there's not a lot of flexibility in terms of destinations, but I don't know I, I feel like I feel like the core stays together. I feel like they're happy with you know, by core I'd probably say it's Siakam, OG Fred. and Fred. Yeah. Yeah. And Maybe Powell, but I feel like Powell could get moved. No, I don't think Powell right. That's part of it, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like the core stays together, but I feel like Lowry or Baines or Boucher, I guess Boucher is part of their core. Mm. I don't know, it's like we're saying core guys, but like OG's a role player, Boucher's a role I was going to say, player. none of these guys are actually guys you want to build a no, team around as your number one option. I mean, I had hope that Siakam would bounce back from his poor playoffs yeah. last season and sort of show like showed that he's got... Another level to go to, but it doesn't seem like that's Don't think happened. He does, no. But again, this is such a weird season. I know. That maybe yeah. he just didn't have enough time to get the work in. Um, it's it's very strange, but yeah, it's 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 quickly how strange how quickly the Raptors' sort of future has s- changed around. I guess.
0: Yeah, and it's weird because they were bad last month, and now they're good this month, and yet now we're really talking about like, okay, what what now? Yeah,
1: like, can you take anything from this month? with any sort of certainty. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the right course of things is sell, but, well, uh, maybe, uh, they, they could surprise me. It is the Raptors. They could surprise me. If they get the right buy move, then maybe they're in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add to any of the teams we just spoke about? No,
1: nah, I think that's it.
0: All right, let's get to my top three stats. Oh. So, first out here comes via JustAllStar.com, new website here. Um, Devin Booker becomes the fifth player in NBA history to be named as an injury replacement in back-to-back seasons, joining Kamala Anthony, Dikami Mutombo, Johnny Green, not sure who that is, no. and then Ray Allen, who did it three times. So, the other guys all did it twice. So, there you go then. If anyone was curious as to, you know, being named a injury replacement in back-to-back years, those are the guys. So, does
1: that mean, wait, Ray didn't, Ray wasn't named... Sorry, no, repli- years. Um What were you going to say? He wasn't back to back years three times. He was. I think he actually might have been. Really? Maybe. Three I separate di- times. I didn't, I didn't check into that. But no, he
0: was, he was an injury replacement three times. I don't know if it was three times in a row. Oh, right. Okay.
1: I see what you meant, yeah. I thought you meant like he was an injury replacement six times and it happened back to back. Oh, no, no, no. Times. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, right. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. No. That would be <laughs> insane. I'm pretty sure he only. Ma- I, th- I think he was a 10-time All-Star. I okay. think six <laughs> injury replacements. That's whoa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two. Uh, Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple-double over his last 10 games. That's
1: it. That's a stat. That? I feel like we shouldn't be surprised. And I am. I'm incredibly surprised. Really? I thought he was washed. No, I don't think he was washed. I didn't think he was very good, but I didn't think he was washed. But I don't know. But I he's th- averaging 20, 10, and 10 over his last 10. And like the Wizards are good, aren't they? Yeah. Over the last 10. Like, they've probably won a fair few of those, if I could try. If you remember. just
0: went back to where you just were. Oh. No, where you just were, in mm. terms of on Google.
1: Oh. Oh, it does say that. Yeah, last ten. Uh, where are they? Wizards. Uh, seven and three in the last ten. Seven and three eight. in the last ten. So
0: Most of those are in the last eight. Seven and
1: one in the last eight, I think. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, shit, maybe the Wizards are here. Maybe. Maybe they turned it around. Maybe. Which is more than we gave them credit for. Earlier. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, And my last stat here is with 38 points and 10 made threes at the age of 32 years old and 200 days, Gallo becomes the second oldest player to put up these numbers, behind just Stephen Curry, who has done it twice this season, technically at the ages of 32 years, 329 days, and five days later at 32 years and 334 days old. He
1: did 10 threes twice this season? Yep. Five days apart. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that at all. That's amazing. Yeah. Also amazing that Steph's 32. What the hell? Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was he's like, almost 33 now. I thought he was like... Yeah, I thought he was like... he 33 really like next month. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I did not realise he was that old, but I, I feel like he could play forever, so... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, let's get to your plus minus of the week.
1: So, my first plus minus, just a simple plus minus RJ Barrett and I've gone with a few more pluses here because I knew you were looking for the pluses oh yeah I want yeah. some pluses uh, RJ Barrett with a plus 20 versus the Wolves in a four point win Oh, that's very nice I like that and he's a starter so when he's out there he's getting the work done my boy RJ Barrett love that guy um, should have been an all star no um, <laughs> uh, some more pluses here Garrett Temple with a plus 39 in a 20-point win versus the Rockets. And Zach Levine was also a plus 36 in that game.
0: Garrett Temple.
1: Garrett Temple, maybe. 39. A plus 39. Let's go. What? Out here, playing defense, hitting shots. I don't, I don't know what his stat line was, actually. I should have written that down, but it wouldn't have been anything crazy. That's for sure. I'll find that for you, but yeah. yeah. Um, who will I go with here? Uh, my next one. A bit of a, a bit of a downer here. And we're back to the Knicks. Okay, that's fine. Four out of five Knicks starters were at least a minus twenty-one in an eight point loss to the Warriors. Mm. That's rough. But that does that does mean the bench was coming in and doing some work.
0: Garrett Temple's line was nine four and four. Let's go. That defense. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that defense. Let's go, Garrett. Alright, and then number one. We've got a few cole- collections here from the same game. Uh Matisse Theibel was a minus 23 in 15 minutes in a 7-point loss to the Raptors. But also, for the Raptors, Norman Powell was a minus 26 as a starter in the game that they won. And Boucher and Davis were both plus 32 in 25 minutes. Combined. Combined 25 minutes. What? Yeah. I don't know how that works, but it's amazing. And that just sort of speaks to how random and inconsistent the Raptors are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like the greatest quarter and the worst quarter in the same game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting how that actually works. They must have never played together, like, on the the court at the same time. Yeah, probably, yeah. But, yeah, that's my plus minus of the week. There's some good ones in there, I thought. Yeah. Maybe I should have put Garrett Templars first. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a great one. The
0: Garrett Templars <laughs> Nine four and four plus thirty nine. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh Baywatch. So Sadiq Babe, decent week. Decent. This is just a solid week. Mm. So, in a start versus the Magic, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 3 for 10 from threes. Eh, not great. Mm. Um, and then 2 for 2 from the line, so he only took uh, those 10 shots. Uh, and a minus 5 in a loss. Do you know how much that loss was by?
1: I uh, do not. I think it was like 10 points, though. Okay. Yeah. Just mm, whatever. It's so, fine. Yeah, it's whatever. It's a game, you know? It's,
0: yeah, it's a game. I mean, yeah. that's that's how you can describe these ones. So, yeah. against the Magic, again, 10 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, 3 steals, though. Four for ten from the field, two for seven from three and thirteen points sorry, a plus thirteen in a win. Again, you take it. It's a game. You take it's a it's a game. It's a Sadiq game. Yeah. And then against the Pels, thirteen points, two boards, one assist, one steal, four for eight from the field, three for six from three, two for two from the line, a minus six in a loss. It's a game. It's just
1: (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) it's just a game. He's a gamer. He's out here putting up games. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) And I think we there was he played yesterday, I'm pretty sure too. Let me check. Here we go. Against the Kings. Um, Sadiq Bay, in a start, put up seventeen points, six rebounds, two assists, one steal, six for ten from the field, five for nine from three, and was a minus nine, and they lost. Now that's a game. That's an actual that's game. A game. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they lost that game to the to the Kings. But. So yeah, but he's been starting recently yeah. as well, which is cool. He's been starting for like two weeks now, which is fantastic. Yeah, my guy. And I saw. My guy. um Bleacher Report gave the Pistons a plus, uh, no, a B plus on on a re, redone draft ranking. Let's go. Let's so go. We were on the we were on the band early. We were
0: the, we were there, and it's on record. It's on record. 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 Or however you say. Record it. Recording. <laughs> it's on recording, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's move on to our league pass games. Talk. So, chronologically, I think my first one is first the Warriors at Lakers on Monday the first. So the day this episode comes out, uh, it's on ESPN. I'm pretty sure it's Steph versus LeBron. Um, obviously, the Lakers haven't been particularly good without Anthony Davis, but then again, that's
1: maybe a more even match for the Warriors. I was gonna say that makes it probably a more fun game. Yeah, without AD. Uh, also on Monday, I've got the Wizards at Celtics, and I don't know. The Wizards are hot. The Celtics are not. We'll see. This is probably a team that the Celtics should beat, but you know, we'll see how it goes. I feel like there could be some some Interesting implications for this. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, do you want to get to your next one as well? Uh yeah. Hornets at Blazers. I just feel like this will be a fun game. This is the following day, then. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, on Tuesday. Um, Yeah, Lamelo versus Dame. Obviously, the Blazers are sputtering a little bit. They need to get it going. But the Hornets are a tough matchup for most teams, I feel like. Yeah. The Hornets so are competitive. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, fun game.
0: Yep. I have pieces at Cavs on Thursday the 4th.
1: Again, I I don't really, I mean, I guess
0: they were both technically involved in that, um, Nets trade. I don't know. I just feel like there's something there. There's
1: something to, you know, (laughs) grasp onto. There's a bit of oomph to this game. There's a bit of oomph. (laughs) There's some playoff history. There's LeBron and Oladipo. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, okay. I see it. I see it. Uh, (laughs) on Friday, I'll go first for our Friday games. I've got heat at Pelicans. Um, I don't know. If, every time I see this matchup, I think of Christmas Day a couple of years ago. Remember the year on the year that yep. they had the cursive writing, yeah, on the on the mm-hmm. jerseys. Yeah, I don't know. I just think of that every single time. I feel yeah. like Bosch had a good game. Um, but yeah, this is also the the last day of games before the All Star break.
0: Yes, and I've actually picked the last game uh, oh, as my final <laughs> one, mostly because I couldn't think of another one, so I decided let's just pick the last one. Uh, Kings up Blazers, Friday the fifth. Um, I mean. That's it. Watch the last it's a game, yeah. Just watch the last game. Of the it first was half of the there was one other game on at that time, but this one sounded like the slightly better one, yeah. But yeah, um, last game before the all star break, there. All right, uh, now let's get to our last thing with our over under of the coming week. So, Dylan, you Easily won very easily, one out of under last week. So you set the line of Damian Lillard scoring, I think, 34.5 points per game. Sounds about right. I took the over because I believed in Dame time. I believed incorrectly. Uh, he averaged 28 points per game, a very solid point, 28 <laughs> points per game. Um, so you now have a record of 5-2-1. I have a record of 3-4-1. Um, now, my line this week is number of Eastern Conference teams above 500 at the end of next week. There's currently four, and the line is 4.5. So just will one more team sneak above 500?
1: Is it four or three right now above 500? Oh,
0: sorry. It's sorry, at 500 or better. I should
1: oh, say. at 500 or better. Okay. So right now there's... Well, there's already five teams at 500. In the East? Yeah. Next oh,
0: no. I made this... Oh, no. I made this just before the game's
1: ended. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game wasn't over when I made it this. <laughs> wait. So what's the lineup? Four and a half. Yeah. I feel like if you... Bumped it up to five and a half. It was five and a half. You told me to change it. Yeah, but that's good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so many things changed. <laughs> five, and um, half, five and a half. Five and a half. Wait, so what is it currently? Who, who's who's so 500? It's at, it's who's at five, five now. So the Knicks, the Raptors, the Bucks, Nets, and Sixers are all at 500 or better. Yep. Uh, the Celtics are a game behind. The Heat are a game behind. Game mode uh, or half a game? Uh, to being at 500, they're a game. Oh, so one, so one they're 16 and Both of them are 16 and 17. Yep. Uh, The Bulls are 15 and 17. The Pacers are 15 and 17. The Hornets 15 and 17. Okay, um, so there's a lot there. Yeah. And we what do we established? They all play about three games this yep, week. Pretty yep. much everyone's playing three games this week. Um, So five and a half is the line. I'm going over. Okay. Heat get it. Celtics get it. Bulls get it. Really? Let's go. Three of them. Three of them get to 500.
0: <clears throat> under. Under. Ooh. Give me the under. Give me the under. I think... Because I think some of the teams that are currently there mm. are going to drop. I think... I don't think the Knicks are going to keep it. I don't mm. think the Raptors are going to keep it. I think the I think the Heat will get up there. I don't think the Celtics will get up there. And I think one of the Raptors or the Knicks will drop.
1: You don't think the Heat will get up there? No, I think the Heat oh, will. Right, right. But I
0: don't think I don't think the Celtics will. I definitely don't think the Bulls will. And I think one of the Raptors or Knicks need to drop. It will, will drop.
1: Nah, I'm here for it. What are the Bulls? Six and four in their last. Heater on a five-game winning streak. That's happening. Knicks are on a two-game winning streak. Oh, let's go. <laughs> well, let's go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, give me the under there. So five or fewer
0: teams finishing at 500 or better, um, at the end of next week. Um, but yeah, that just about does it for this episode. Is there anything else you wanted to say?
1: Uh, no, I think that's it. All
0: right. Hopefully the video worked. Um, <laughs> if you're doing this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. I don't know how to be a YouTuber, but do all those things. Um... <laughs> Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Sorry, Twitter and Facebook. I keep doing that. Uh, (laughs) Twitter and Facebook at statstuffers. Instagram at stat underscore stuffers. You can email us at statstuffers5 at gmail.com. I actually hope no one's emailed us because I have not checked the email in over a week. (laughs) Um, uh, Other than that, thank you for listening.
1: Peace.